0: Welcome to the PropTech Podcast, it's Kylie Davis here and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. It's so great to have you here and to share stories of innovation and opportunity across real estate, property and building services. And the aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a prop tech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible across how we design, build, buy, sell, rent and invest in property and all of the associated behaviour and activities around that. Now, none of this would be possible without our sponsors. So a big shout out to the Direct Connect team, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the innovators behind the Forms Live and RealWorks Forms and the PropTech Association of Australia. Thank you for your support of the podcast. My guests on this episode of the PropTech podcast are Ben Swan, CEO, and Gundeep Sidhu, founder of Now You Can, which was the winner of the most innovative property and facilities management startup in the recent PropTech Awards 2022 held by the PropTech Association of Australia. Now, before establishing Now You Can, Gundit was the founder and CEO of AdvisorLogic, a fully integrated web-based application for financial advisors that managed all assets of their business, and it was acquired by Morningstar in 2019. Meanwhile, Ben has been a developer of web and mobile applications since 1997 and extensively involved in the facility and building management space his entire professional career, but before joining Now You Can, he was co founder and chief of Rebel Donuts. Awesome. Now You Can helps building managers, property managers, and occupants to take control of their spaces with visual and simple incident reporting and resolution. And as Gundeep tells us, it was inspired by a broken toilet in the offices of Advisor Logic that went unfixed for ages. So, here to tell us all about it, Gundeep Sidhu and Ben Swan. Welcome to the Proptech podcast. Okay,
1: you. thank thank you so much. It's, it's really great, great to have to you here. here.
0: <laughs> and look, I'm really looking forward to hearing about Now You Can. So, Ben, I understand you've drawn the short straw and you have to do the uh, elevator pitch. So, break break it away. Bring, bring it on.
1: Okay. So, Now You Can provides technology to define and manage daily operations in buildings. So, and I think we're actually redefining uh buildings. <laughs> so, it's uh yeah, really exciting.
0: So tell me a little bit more about that. Why are you redefining buildings?
1: Okay. So there's a range of different systems in the market around you know, facility management, um, work order systems, and they're all they always seem to be either proprietary, isolated, disconnected. So, what you know got me really excited about I met Gundeep about a year ago um uh with what he's been doing here uh, and the way that we've defined being able to define a facility down into i call them sublocations and sub sublocations and then being able to um associate kind of anything with that but really around tasks or reoccurring tasks and uh, then associate those with the different um people within a facility so that might be you know various caretakers cleaners uh service providers um, yeah, so really bringing that and closing the loop in a lot of ways uh, to present, you know, what's going on, the daily tasks in a facility.
0: Okay, so so you're predominantly in commercial or residential or across both?
1: Um, at the moment, my background, it, it, it covers both, uh, yep. but definitely, um, you know, I've spent a lot of time in commercial buildings through my years. So, um, you know, yeah. de- definitely covering both sides.
0: Okay, so... So, am um, what gave you the idea what made you feel like this was this was needed
2: so um yeah, Kali, a good question so, so and uh, so we um actually had been always on the tenant side so in the in the commercial building space and um with um over over the years so, so dealing with uh, different facility managers building managers so, when we were leasing leasing space so so we always uh, found um uh, the communication gap uh severe um tenants were not really um uh, the, the stakeholders how the build- buildings were operated mm-hmm. and, uh, and it, it came down to basically SISI, we um uh were uh, in one of these commercial buildings and um and um and, and in the case of a leaking uh toilet um, <laughs> and uh and we it, couldn't find any avenue to reach um, reach the facilities manager, and uh, as, as with any every other tenant, so we know it as well. And but after the third day, like it was uh, the water was just going down the drain, and uh, we could see it, it can actually cause more da- damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so we made made the effort to reach the um, so found the, the the telephone number and um, and all those things. So, so, but we kind of realized to so, say. So, there is um uh, since so so when we actually talked to the facilities managers so, so it is the gap was not only just in the reporting so, so, so the gap was also how they how they uh, continue with that uh, that issue or or uh, say how they uh, form a workflow around that uh, that issue to actually resolve it so so, so that um, effectively uh, so so through our research we um we uh, we found so, so there were a few systems which where you could actually report the issues. Uh, but those uh, that reporting was very um um so, so we could say unstructured uh, so, mm-hmm. so you can so, so people actually have to write it down and um so so, so that uh, effectively so, so got us um, into, say, how we can make it structured. So, so, structure, so that means that so we have to actually define the location, define the um, the building into, into sub-locations. And as, as we said, so, so yes, so we are um, uh, reporting an issue on level four, male toilet, and... Um, so 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 these things let's say should not be um uh, uh, required to be written down by someone so say so that would be just selected um because it's all predefined um so uh and, and then we gave a framework to the um built a framework for the facilities manager so where, where they can actually once they receive that um, uh, that aspect. So, so then, as w- so given, say so, so my background had been into in in, in software uh, development, always. So, so we could see, say, how how issues and um, and daily tasks have been handled in in, um, in that kind of industry. So, so whereas, uh whereas workflows were kind of totally missing um in in the building management so so how you build the workflow around that issue and 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 get to resolve it through maybe a kanban style um uh, so uh, you can actually take it uh, take it to the next level and there's a there's a life, life cycle for the for the issue so that is basically how how it all came came about so so we we uh we're, we face the problem and we thought, so say, so they, that's not just us. It is uh, many people. <laughs>
0: it's not just us and our toilet. It's, <laughs> we have yeah. so many, yeah. yeah, stone and chalk, ladies' toilet level, you know, the, the, the yeah. basin in the, it's been it's broken uh, exactly. for years.
2: <laughs> and and uh, similar things to, so say, the coffee machine running out of coffee, uh, the meeting rooms so, so you go to the tv you can't connect to the tv and uh, so, so so they they, they were issue, uh, uh, so see, the, the things which uh, tenants face or the the occupants uh, who are who are using using those facilities okay today. so
0: what so so, so, they, so it's not just um it's not just repairs and maintenance It's actually it's actually services and and yeah, you know so features of the building as well right
2: so yes that's where it it uh, then had to connect with the the actual service providers. So, so where we could uh, see the facility manager in their own right so say so they they, uh, they are again left out so say so yes no there's another avenue of uh, reporting the issue but um but they are already receiving those uh, say maybe through emails um, mm. uh, phone calls and all those things So say but but how how can we give them a framework where they can actually connect back to the service provider so that could be a commercial cleaning company that could be a, a security company so so they, so, so that um, th- that that can become part of their daily operation and and so, so basically the um the evolution from from just um having an issue and resolving an issue say it go it went into say so say how 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 could that was missed um, the uh, the issue which we noticed as a, as a tenant say how could that was missed by the service provider who's who, who was supposed to visit that um, that toilet everyday say so say why why mm-hmm. the the people um, who were supposed to say so say how how could that miss so so, so that basically brought in um the actual daily operations the da- daily tasks the scheduled tasks into the system so, so we can actually see who take tic- who ticked off who was actually um um so, so, so obviously there was a task you know, either someone did it or not they haven't done it so say so, but uh, there is there is obviously no record there's no accountability and uh, there's no transparency so uh, so that's all Coming together, in, okay. in the in the application, we are uh, we we got so, now. Yeah. So
0: how old are you guys now? How long have you been around for?
2: So we uh, started developing the application around three years back, uh, mm-hmm. so 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 that is basically. The, um but, but now we kind of in the in the market or uh so uh we have live clients over the last 14 months or so yeah
0: okay awesome okay so so ben i wanted to um, dive a little bit deeper into something that you said that, that this idea of subcategories what like yeah. what does that mean what and 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 is that how you guys are different or what's
1: Look, i, I think that. that that's one of the areas that um so that that got me very um i'd say excited or you know so th- that's the ability to really defi- define a facility in a lot of detail so yeah. i mean for example um you've got level 4 uh a meeting room and it might have a ping pong table in it um mm-hmm. and you know there, there's a lot of other things around there All and the
0: rubbers peeled off the bats <laughs> and, and that <laughs> could doing. have happened
1: <laughs> um but I, and i think what's really exciting here too is um uh, as well as being able to track and manage um, the life cycle of what's going on with that particular item within the facility, um, we can also make it bookable. So we're kind of bringing a lot of things together here and you don't have to turn that component on, but that same structure can be navigated, like like booking a room, but anything can be made bookable in there. So I think once you've divided your facility into all of these subcategories or items and then able to allocate, you know, whether it's tasks and frequency of tasks or being able to make it bookable, you know, you start having a really flexible uh, system that, you know, you start thinking of the different use cases. So Mm -hmm. um, it might be Kylie who likes playing ping pong, who works on level Three yep. and has access to those bookable things, or notices yep. that 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 sync has never been fixed. Yep. <laughs> um, so you start um, being able to provide a user experience for these different people within these facilities, and and I think the the base of our platform um, has that flexibility, and then we're just identifying those users and those user experiences. Um, so they can interface with the platform and have a you know more delightful experience with their facility, and hopefully from the landlord and the, uh, the owner's point of view, want to stay there and keep renting that space. Okay, so so
0: I'm really um I'm I'm really intrigued, and I just want to kind of summarise what I what I've heard because. You know the facilities management space is pretty is pretty crowded for prop tech. There's a lot of stuff happening in, in in and even in property management as well on the residential side, but where you, where now you can is different. Is that it's this combination of facilities management and being able to manage the asset and, you know, repairs and maintenance. But then it's also the layer of um, the services that are part of the building That so a little bit more personal. And then because you can see who's using and booking those services or what they're doing in your building, it's also got that personal layer. Is that correct? Have I understood that right?
2: Yes, you're, you're right. So say the uh, the idea there, um, uh, say especially so say when, when we could actually define that facility to that level... Then uh, we can build any different workflow from that. So say, say the uh, I mean obviously, so say as you mentioned, so say the, uh, the the repairs and maintenance is one one stream of workflows. The actual uh, scheduled um, tasks is another another stream of workflows. Um, utilizing that facility, booking and um, and um, actually using that facility uh, is another workflow uh so, so so that's um uh, that's exactly is um is the differentiation so so we are bringing so so the it, it's uh, from the same set of um uh, the core data so, so we can build different uh, different uh, streams of um so, so how what's being d- done or um, or or how these facilities are getting used or 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 if if any any other things are needed there so the other other aspects of which we um think um so where, where we are differentiating um, is um, say because we have the usage of the facility, we have the service delivery uh, people on the same platform. So we can link those 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 two things together. So say yes, uh, the boardroom was used um, booked from for two hours, uh, and after two hours, so we we can trigger a task um, automatically trigger a task for uh, for the for the service provider to. Uh, maybe it's a concierge service so say, so to reset the uh, reset the boardroom, or or, or especially so say, looking at um, uh, facilities where um, uh, when uh, during the COVID, so say, all facilities were not equally used. So, so we could actually see um, which part of the buildings were actually more u- utilized, so say, which needed more services, um, uh, so so rather than so say um, delivering services equally to the, to the whole building so uh, so that's the um the uh, the other other thing which Ben um, pointed out earlier for, i think sisidy um the, the the traditional um facility management systems um yes it's a very crowded space but it is still it is actually very um um we could say um not forward looking as well so, so a lot of those applications uh, need Data entry, which happens after the event, uh, okay. or and um, and and whereas we are capturing that right at that at at that point, and um and and building our workflow from 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 there there onwards so so that is uh and, and and then of course so um the the number of um different um one-off applications so which are so there could be something very separate uh, different uh, which is just for issues reporting and then there is something which is different for booking of applic- uh, booking of facilities so so, so 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 having an oversight is a a major issue and uh, and that actually um makes a lot of these systems really inefficient
0: mm. yeah no i i, I get that I guess i guess you're asking everyone to have three apps on their phone or three you know different tabs open at least to to manage those three separate angles um so so it so are you a, a, you know desktop and an app or or what's yes. the' what's um, the delivery
2: the, the delivery is um, threefold. Uh, so say uh, so, so we have a uh, web application for a top level admin people say who are who define um, uh, the facilities or who can actually control uh, different roles uh, who are the caretakers in the building who are the trade experts who are the uh, the service providers and, and then we have a service provider front front end uh, workers to so say who need a who need an app, uh, so who can actually uh, um, take things off? who can who, who where we can uh, send them the digital scope of works? So, so they can actually always know what needs to be done at a at a specific um, location. And, and then we have a tenant um, facing apps as where they can actually uh, obviously report issues um, and uh, book facilities, but what we are extending it to so is so the, uh, because we we realize the tenants um in commercial buildings uh, so, so normally live on um, uh, applications like Slack, uh, so severe so, so uh, <laughs> and and they kind of they can actually um we are integrating with those applications. So so they don't need to go into our proprietary app. So, so they can actually just report uh, straight from the 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 channels they are they are facing every day or or they are sitting in front of their computer and and having those things already already open um, so helping helping them and um, uh, removing that those barriers as well.
0: Imagine a real estate forms and contract solution that's always accessible, up to date with legal changes and cuts admin time by 40%. That's the beauty of the Forms Live platform from Dynamic Methods. With Forms Live, Dynamic Methods have created a form system that is easy, online and best of all, compliant. Every month, 50,000 agents and property managers use Forms Live in 7,500 agencies across every state and territory in Australia. Plus, Forms Live has over 100 integrations including the industry's most popular CRMs, connection services and digital signatures with DocuSign, making it the national platform of choice for real estate forms. Check them out at formslive.com.au. So one of the questions, so so a question that uh, has sort of popped up recently that came up as part of a couple of conferences I attended, in the commercial space, there's often a bit of a a hole that prop tech falls into, because the building owners think the the facilities management that they've hired or the real estate agency that they've hired should be paying for the tech. The te- you know the agents think that the you know the, the 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 clients should be paying for the tech, and then everyone sort of and the tenants are going, well, we're not paying for it because it's actually part of the service that we're buying. So or that we're that we're paying for as part of our rent. So so who 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 do you guys think should be paying for your tech? Where does the ownership lie?
1: Do you want me to answer part of that question? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and then it gets passed down further. So then yeah, you've got yeah, the actual yeah. they want the service provider to be The the manager wants the service provider to be paying for it as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. look, our um
0: it should just be free. <laughs> no, it should exactly. not be free. Anyway, um, <laughs> innovation but, costs people. But, Sorry, but
1: um, <laughs> our um our our go-to-market strategy is definitely with the service providers and the building yeah. owner managers or managers. Yeah. Yep. um so yeah so we think both of them should be paying um yep. for different levels because from a service provider point of view we feel like we can help them deliver better services mm-hmm. um, and help them monetize those services better potentially as well yep and then from an owner manager point of view we can standardize reporting like we can help them manage on scale so we yep. can make it more efficient for them as well so
0: got it Okay, so, both. So, so so Ben, how long have you been with um, Now You Can for, and what what made you excited uh, about joining?
1: I think it's two weeks.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, welcome to the team. Oh, thank <laughs> you very much.
1: Uh, it's it's very new. Um, nearly a month. Um, I uh, was introduced to uh Gundip by a colleague of mine, um, uh, Gab. Shout out to Gab. Um, okay. And um, uh, about a year ago. Um, I've been involved, I was was actually born into the contract cleaning and uh, facility management space, so I've been uh, heavily involved in cleaning, web and mobile technology my whole life, Um, Mm -hmm. and um, when I was introduced to Gundeep, um, we were looking at things during COVID from a cleaning point of view around frequently touched surfaces and reporting on the cleaning uh, cleaning regimes and showing that, okay, we've got a plan, we've got a system, we've got something running in the background and we can clearly report on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then I got introduced to Gundeep and the the platform and system that he developed and, and I really saw an area there that hadn't been addressed and, you know, with a very... Um, competent technical team. So, we're very tech heavy here um, yep. now that I'm part of the team. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, look, I was really excited by what what the capability and capacity that we have um, and being able to apply that to different soft services in buildings. So, as, so background, I was literally born into a cleaning and facility management company. Um, I've done work in web and mobile technology since I think the Mid late or well, late nineties, so very early on, bleeding yep. edge. I think we called it back then. Yeah. Um. And then I've developed a range of systems in 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 cleaning in facility management. I've had involvement in rolling out emergency planning in large facilities and universities. Um. So you know, training people how to be aware of the you know general evacuation instructions and putting an emergency plan together and. And, and helping sort of roll that out um, on scale as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've had a lot of soft services dealings with, you know, mani- building managers, um, service providers in buildings. Um, and I just really think that the technology stack that we've got here is is really exciting and, and, and I think a game changer for, mm. for what what's to come.
0: Awesome. So, so how you guys have been going for, for about three years, but for the fourteen months in market, and I'm guessing most of that was during COVID. So, what's your what's the uptake okay. been? <laughs> Which I can imagine is sort of both a blessing and a, and a curse to you, because what you were saying before about the that needing you know all this additional emphasis on cleaning and who's been in the building and you know where where have people been and where do we need to be paying attention, but also not so many people in buildings. So so how how has that last fourteen
2: months gone? Uh, yeah last 14 months uh it's so, a so, uh, lot of learning so, 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 we um it's obviously as i said uh, as i mentioned so, um i wasn't really from the industry so, so, mm-hmm. uh, I, we probably didn't need uh, knew the the real nitty-gritty uh, so, so, what what happens so now we have been on but team. that was a learning so, curve yeah. though. <laughs> yeah yeah and and, uh, and there are some advantages say so, so, when you're coming from 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 the outside you can ask those silly questions this so, so, no one. Uh, no one. Will. <laughs> so they can actually, actually actually answer people. Actually answer them because <laughs> you're not you're not expected to know. So. Uh, so um, very exciting. Uh, actually, so, so we um, we uh, our focus was to work with uh, with uh, very select few few um, organizations, so say, where we can actually bring the product much closer to the problem uh, we are trying to solve, and uh, the and there was a learning curve for for us so say, to understand, so say, what what happens in uh, in daily operations, so say how how supervisors um, 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 interact with the with the frontline cleaners and how uh, whether there's a tenant um, uh, portal there say so, so how and if if there is one how you how you communicate and what actually goes in 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 uh, cleaning tenders uh, commercial cleaning tenders so, so what are the requirements say so what um the re real um results which um, which different uh, building um, building management companies uh, so w- what exactly are they measuring cleaning companies um or, or the or these frontline uh, service providers Mm-hmm. on so 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 they they, they had been actually quite um and then um in our all that um um learning um so so we actually um had a client um a, a reasonably big client um in new south wales so say actually new south Wales government so say from from a uh, from a slightly different angle so say when, as we mentioned so say our, our platform is ready for uh for for um, um, hot uh, desk booking and um, and other other respect. so 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 we we, uh, we we are lucky enough. So, so they they are actually uh, uh, they they gave us a an opportunity, and they are they are actually utilizing, and but from their own service. So they couldn't find a, a solution so say, which could actually meet their requirements so say of the off the shelf mm-hmm. and and the other aspects so we could see um as um although so say, it is still a commercial facility but uh, but we uh, actually got in um, uh, a uh, the biggest facility um, manager uh, or management company in 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 uh, country uh, Oman uh, in the middle east and uh, they they are utilizing for a for a huge residential site which so, so they manage, um uh, so, but, uh it, it is for um it's a, almost a village uh, so since so they gave us that front um, um, um the opportunity severe so, so we could convince them yes their their front line um uh uh, the uh, the workers will will benefit from from a piece of technology, uh, but the challenge was always uh, COVID, so we couldn't visit there, and they, 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 we we never had a face to face meeting. But um, but we have uh, say say uh, three hundred uh, frontline workers uh, utilizing our app. Um, say and we we a lot from them as well. So say what happens in in, in a um, else which is slightly different from a. A normal office complex. Um, so it is. Um, so a uh, lot of learning, uh, and but a lot of um, uh, 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 sweet successes as well, and so which, uh, which made us um, really committed to um, augmenting the team and um, making sure so we are actually um, uh, say delivering what what we what we thought so say when we when we started.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, how? um, And I apologise because I think the wind must have changed or something. And every airplane at the moment is going over my house, as it it does tend to do the minute I start recording a podcast. Right? Um, So, so, how big are you guys now? Like, um, yeah, in in the time that you started.
2: With with respect to the team, sister, we are um we are still a small team. So, so mm-hmm. we are around 10 people, uh, but we 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 are uh, technology heavy and um and the and we are we are right at that uh, juncture say where we want we want to go out um and and sister, given the product has um has met the uh is now um we could say it's proven at, at a few locations sister, we can actually go out very confidently. Um, uh, without um uh, so, so it is uh, something so, so which is which is proven um and can deliver. Yeah.
0: Okay, awesome. So so what what's something that you wish you what's something that you know now that you wish you'd known when you when you started?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, great question. So again, so, so we actually learned. um uh, big time. So, so, especially the enterprise sales. Um, say, so we always thought, a so top down. So, say, so, say, so someone has to bring that. Uh, that, um, so, so we, we have to sell at that level, and then um, that can be pushed. That change can be pushed um, pushed down there. Say, so, but very soon realize. So we we realize. So, so this is um, uh, that's not the case. So, so we have to actually work bottom up. So, we need to be with the people who are facing or living the problem every mm. day. Yep. So, so, so they um, and uh, and that's that's that was the biggest learning so so and we can now see we start small with someone and they uh, they, they and those people so say who who are actually uh, facing the problem every day say so they they when, once they adopt it and then they are pushing the change upwards rather than the change being pushing uh, pushed downwards
0: do you run a prop tech business or are you the founder of a prop tech? Make sure you join the PropTech Association of Australia. It's Australia's new not-for-profit association made up of tech people who are passionate about the property industry and committed to improving experiences in how we buy, sell, rent, manage, build and finance property. Joining will give you access to events and networks across Australia and globally to help you promote and grow your business. Go to proptechassociation.com.au and follow the prompts to join. Is, is there a thing in commercial, ma- I know, you know, there's the saying happy wife, happy life, which I'm very much subscribed to. Um, but in property management too, we, in residential, we say, you know, happy property managers, happy business. Because if your real estate business is full of happy property managers, life's very easy. But I imagine in commercial too, if your facilities managers are are happy and and finding everything smooth and easy, then also that's going to make your life pretty great as a property owner
1: definitely yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, think, I think having a happy facility management it's a very reactive role I mean in your it always, is isn't it? yeah you're dealing with you know problems all of the time and depending especially when getting into your you know sort of a grade commercial or any grade of commercial people you know they have high expectations for the space that they're in <laughs> and um that they want they want things fixed and running smoothly all of the time so yeah. uh, and and I think that's where you know, we're able to, you know, really give the tools to the people that are doing the work, um, to make it easier for them to know what to do, um, and, and for us to report on, you know, the quality of that service, um, and, you know, and, and better manage that and hopefully get better outcomes for you know the occupants the tenants and and that that in la- the facility managers and the landlords okay
0: and so do you guys have standard integrations that you've got or do you go with the building and then integrate the services that they're using as part of your onboarding or both
2: so um in- in- integration says so, so, it's so, so basically so what the what we are targeting right now so, so uh, there's not much technology uh, uh, existing especially with the service providers uh, with the way they are delivering daily daily operations or daily services okay. so we we kind of going into a little bit of a, a clean slate um and at the same time yes we we are finding other systems are there um or or um but they are uh, uh, again so from our point of view they're quite isolated and um and they um uh, say the the integrations so are Mostly so far have been initiated by us, uh, or just just uh, learning about the the end users, so, so what, what, where exactly they are spending their time. Mm-hmm. So, so 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 far, so I think so, so we we are quite um um quite hap- happy to um be. Uh, I mean, I mean, so we been doing all integrations like single sign-ons uh, the um uh, the other as I mentioned previously the, the slack kind of um channels uh, um but um but, but we we're we kind of um um having having a clear run <laughs> the right moment, okay
0: yeah. okay because I know that I mean look there's a lot of really cool prop techs out there that are doing sort of maybe one element of a building service like you know either career, you know career or loading dock booking or parking or you know or um you know different different parts of of though or you know ma- you know ma- mail pickup and things like that are you are you integrating with with
2: we with we, them? we would love, love to so see um uh, the is uh, somehow the um at this stage so see, we have we been actually um um got into a slot with uh, with the service providers and service providers directly uh, staying away from that um from 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 those uh, 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 those, those small things yep. um or or, or uh, things which um which which are important but uh, but they they are probably not uh, not um in their it, it, they, it's not in their jurisdiction kind yep. of thing. So, so we so so but but uh, yes we we are um uh, very much um uh about the uh, the open um, uh, APIs and open uh, framework, and so we 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 are looking forward to to talking to to any of these businesses who are uh, who are at that location already. Yeah, awesome.
0: So so Ben, as CEO, what do you see are the what's the next five years in the industry, and and how do you see that impacting what's going on inside Now You Can?
1: Um, well, I think the Sort of, I mean, for us, getting a lot more buildings online and mm-hmm. and and streamlining that process of really onboarding buildings quickly, uh, which, which is a quick process already, but really probably getting that to more of a self-service model. Mm-hmm. Um, I think definitely connecting like IoT, um, connecting to sensors and different systems within buildings, so really triggering, um, you know, usage, um, behavior patterns that we can you know deliver services directly like the you know whether it's a door sensor or um a people counter or a range of different um layers of um technology that are censoring what's going on in the building so getting that data in and triggering workflows and um and tasks uh that's exciting i think there's also some really exciting things that have been happening in robotics um, and automation, especially from the service provider point of view I've seen. So I think a lot of the robotics at the moment, especially from a cleaning point of view, have been in um, shopping centre scrubbing, like the floors, which mm-hmm. I had to do by myself. Well, I actually got to, I think as a 15-year-old, as a I got to, to walk behind one of those and mop up after them. So we'll, we'll probably still have to do that. Um, but, um, yeah, so I think there a lot of automation in there uh, in different types of, you know, whether it's vacuuming, um, uh, yeah, and connecting to those different robots, I think, to deliver better services. And that could be, yeah, I, you know, a, a range of different things. Might be looking at that delivery of mail within the building as well. I, I think a lot of that has to do with... Um, probably lift sensors and connection within the building. And as that sensor, those systems get better. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, definitely sensors, robotics. um, But at the end of the day, it's, you know, we've got technology for people. So we want them to have a really great experience, you know, love the app that we've, and the technology that we're giving them and making it a lot easier to get their job done. Um, and report on the co- good quality service that they're providing. <laughs>
0: mm, awesome! And so, Gooddeep, just to finish up with you, what what are your what are your goal your goals and ambitions for um, for now? You can in the next couple of years.
2: Uh, goals and ambitions, if we. Uh, we have a very clear goal. So, so we want to be in uh, uh, our uh, rollout in ten thousand buildings. Uh, so wow. so that's, our, that's our clear goal. Yep. and um, I mean, so hopefully, uh, so we will find those buildings here uh, here in Australia. But we we are as as uh, as I mentioned, say so we are already uh, some. Uh, by uh, by some stars aligning so, so we are already uh, in, in in overseas markets as so, say so we um, and we 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 are, uh, we are very um, very up uh, opt- uh, so, so our uh, our our vision is very clear so, so the, uh, and that's where um the self service model comes really um uh, handy where, where we will be investing a lot. So, so people, uh, so, so the building owners, uh, managers, service providers can can come on board uh, without much hassle. I think so, so we, we that's where our uh, commitment is.
0: Awesome. All right. All right. Well, look, Ben and um, Gundeb, it's been absolutely wonderful to talk to you today about Now You Can and um, best of luck and congratulations in what you've achieved so
1: far. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kali. Thank you. Privileged to be here. Thank you. Thanks.
0: So that was Gundeep Sidhu and Ben Swan from Now You Can, winners of the most innovative property and facilities management startup in the 2022 PropTech Awards. And when we did this interview, it was before they knew they'd won, but I had an inkling. And I love the story of the broken loo because it speaks to the heart of so much PropTech that it is solving obvious problems that are so unnecessarily slow. And this is um, driving so many of our founders. (sighs) Yeah. <sighs> Now You Can is one of a growing niche of prop techs in this property and facilities management space that are making it really easy for tenants to report building issues and for that information to be converted quickly into action by property managers and facility managers and also into data, which then fuels future decisions. They're making the days of toilets that are broken and have been leaking for weeks and months a thing of the past and all power to that. Now, the judges described Now You Can as a wonderful technology focused on reducing costs while progressing towards the future by looking into IoT solutions, and a great product that will streamline and address key issues with a smart deployment strategy. And the fact that we're seeing a growing number of startups in this field speaks to the severity of the problem and how many people it affects. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech Podcast, I would love you to tell your friends or drop me a line either via email, LinkedIn, or on our Facebook page. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Apple iTunes. I'd like to thank my podcast producer, the fabulous Charlie Hollands, and our sponsors Direct Connect, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the name behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live, and RealWorks, and the PropTech Association of Australia, Australia's industry body supporting the flourishing prop tech community. Now if you're an Australian or a New Zealand prop tech who would like to be on the show, drop me a line via LinkedIn or Kylie at proptechassociation.com.au Thanks everyone, until next time, keep on prop teching.